The pandemic highlighted just how important farmers and their employees are to each of our daily lives. We depend on their essential work, which is why their health and safety are so important. Hi, I'm Steve Ammerman, New York Farm Bureau's Director of Communications, and welcome to News Bites. Next week, from September 17th to the 23rd, it's National Farm Safety and Health Week. It's a time to highlight how every farm must be as safe as possible for the people who work there. This includes protecting those who work with large equipment and confined spaces and employees who handle livestock. But farm safety should be examined more than just once a year, but rather every day on the farm. And should there be an accident, there are important steps to take to help protect the employee and the workplace. Today on News Bites, we're joined by Anthony Tomaselli. He serves as the new advocate for business for the state's Workers' Compensation Board. Part of his job is to work with employers, providing them with helpful assistance on issues related to workers' comp, disability benefits, and paid family leave, while helping them put safety first. Well, hi, Anthony. Thanks so much for talking to us today about the the role of the Workers' Compensation Board. And really, uh, farm safety is is a big priority for our farmers, for our farm workers, as, as well as our, our safety group. And I just want to, you know, kick off the conversation with learning more about you and your role as the uh, advocate for business at the Workers' Compensation Board. What is it that that you do there? Uh, well, first, I just want to say thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your listeners, you know, tell them a little bit about myself and what we do here at the Workers' Compensation Board. Uh, I'm an ombudsman. I'm the advocate for business here at the Workers' Compensation Board. The really short answer to that is I'm supposed to act as the liaison between the Workers' Compensation Board and the business community. I kind of really look at that role as a educational role. I think the best thing that I can do is educate employers about workers' compensation, about the requirements, the coverage requirements that they must deal with in their day-to-day operations and just you know, helping them you know, have a safe operation and stay out of trouble. Uh, I listen, I take feedback. Uh, we have quite, quite a few calls and emails coming in every single day with people, questions and concerns. And we have a, a staff here in our office that is happy to help however we can. Uh, that's you know my personal background. I've been working with small businesses uh, in New York State government role for several years now, and I'm very passionate about it. I mean, that's what drives our our state, that's what drives our economy. You know, so many good things happen when you get entrepreneurs out there successfully running their businesses, hiring people, putting them to work. It's really what makes the world go around, and I'm happy to try to do the best I can to help employers in this particular role here now with the Workers' Compensation Board. Well, I think it's important for people to understand that you are out there to serve as a resource. Obviously, with our safety group here at New York Farm Bureau, with our own workers' compensation program, you know we have a, a great relationship with, with you and your staff there to help inform our members about uh, what's available to them. What are some of the issues that that are common or that that your office comes across in in talking with farmers and, and farm workers? Well, the most common issue that seems to come up uh, over and over again is this question when you're using a farm labor contractors, who, who's really responsible for having the coverage? Uh, I've been hearing that question over and over again because, you know, at a glance, if you're not really familiar with insurance and risk management, it really kind of looks like there's some overlap in the coverage. And in some cases, there really is. But the law is pretty clear about this. And uh, workers' compensation law, a farm owner by statute is the employer and is responsible for providing workers' compensation insurance for those employees. When you're talking about the farm labor contractors, though, that doesn't mean that they don't need to have any coverage at all because they 
probably are going to have employees that are doing work for the farm labor contractor, not the actual farmers themselves, you know, transportation drivers, administrative staff. So you really kind of need to talk to your agent, talk to your carrier and really kind of get into the details of exactly how you run your operation and find out exactly what kind of coverage you need if you're a farm labor contractor. But back to the farmers themselves, you're going to need to have that coverage. So when it comes to, you know, making sure farmers understand what they need to do and, and, and also farm workers to help them understand, you know, is it something that, that farmers need to explain to their employees as well about what the protections are and, and what workers' compensation covers and what should happen if there is an accident? Oh, yes, absolutely. I think it's really important. Kind of one of the things that I speak to all employers, not just farmers, is you need to talk about workers' compensation insurance. You need to talk about disability insurance. You need to talk about paid family leave. Your your employees, your workers need to know. You know, they need to know that they're protected. They need to know the 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 details of that protection. What are they entitled to? What what are we required to provide them as employers or you as an employer? What are you required to provide them? So they need to know about that. They need to be aware of that. You know, as an employer, usually when you get your policy, you're going to get posters or certificates that show your coverage. You got to have that stuff displayed. But again, just talking to your workers about it. And then particularly the claim issue when there's an injury. I can't stress enough that when a worker gets injured or sick on the job, you need to take care of it right away. Absolutely right away. I mean, the law requires you to file a claim within 10 days. But forgetting even about the law, when you've got somebody who's hurt or injured, the sooner you deal with it, the faster you're going to get to the better outcome, the faster that person is going to be able to return to work, the faster the interruption to your operation that that illness or injury has caused is going to be resolved. That's the best case scenario. So the best thing you do is, is talk to your employees, your workers, and let them know that, hey, if you get sick or you get hurt on the job, we have coverage. There's, there's a process for this and there's a plan in place and we can take care of you and we can get you fixed up and back to work so that you could take care of your family and the employer can continue to operate their business. What is that that threshold if an employee gets sick or gets hurt to know that it, it sh- that your office needs to be contacted and a claim needs to 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 be started? Well, without really getting too deep into the weeds on this, mm-hmm. and you could go to our website, you can go to the workers' compensation boards and really look at the requirements. But a general rule of thumb is is if you need to apply first aid more than once. If you need to apply first aid more than once, it's pretty. It might be a pretty serious mm-hmm. issue that you should probably mm-hmm. take a deeper look at it. Beyond that, you know, you're really going to have to again talk to your employees, talk to, talk to the the people who are on site, your supervisors, and let them know. Kind of get a sense. You, you know what your people are capable of. You know what's standard, what's typical, what's a usual kind of bump or bruise that's going to happen on the job, and you should hopefully know when things go beyond that. But again, I would say, you know, as a good rule of thumb that, you know, if you've got to apply first aid more than once, you know, you yeah. might want to start taking that that particular issue a little bit seriously. And I would think you probably all, always should err on the side of caution. Absolutely. As well. Wouldn't be a safe bet Absolutely. there. We're talking about people's lives, you know, exactly. and their, their health and their safety. So when it comes to ensuring accuracy and you know, avoiding risks, are, are there things that you you share with employers? that they, you know, need to know when it comes to making a claim? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, first and foremost, and this is, again, it's, it's kind of a, a piece of advice that can apply to all aspects of your business, but keep records, you know, keep records of everything. 
you know, keep records of who you have working for you, what their tasks are, what they're doing every day. You know, if there is a unusual circumstance that happens during the day, keep a record of it. Even the minor accidents and injuries, keep records of it. You know, those records are what's going to come out in the end and help you. You know, and of course, there's always that fear of the workers' compensation fraud that can come up. And again, your record keeping and your background on on what's going on on your your in your workplace and in how you handle your employees is going to tell you if if there's a legitimate claim there or not. You know, that's another really good reason to get there and get to the doctor and get seen right away is because, you know, the 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 closer to the incident you get to the doctor and you get the professional evaluation, the more accurate the records are. And the easier it's going to be to be able to make that connection between the actual injury or illness and the exact cause of the injury and illness. Okay, so let's kind of walk through a scenario. There is a, an accident and an employee is injured. What are the, the first steps that an employer or farm needs to do to file a claim? Well, you can go right to your carrier, you know, and that's really, I mean, probably another thing that needs to be stressed over and over again, you know, in any situation, not just the, the farm with farmers is you need to have a relationship with your carrier and you need to communicate with your carrier. The workers' compensation board does not provide your insurance for you. You, you have a policy, you know, maybe you got it through an agent or a broker, but it's with a carrier and that's where you're going to go to file your claim. And they should, you know, most of the carriers should make it pretty easy for you. They're all competing for your business. They want to make it as user-friendly as possible. But just like, you know, with an auto accident or when you're making a claim on your homeowner's policy, you're going to go to your carrier and you're going to tell them, hey, this is what happened. And the professionals are going to help you. And in, in Farm Bureau's case, that is our safety groups. They would call our office yes. and, and file that claim. Obviously, if they don't, I'm assuming there are repercussions. Oh, yes. If you they know, don't the, file that claim. The statute is you're supposed to file the claim within 10 days of the incident, you know, and beyond just following the law. Again, you're you're going to develop your relationship with your carrier or in your case, your safety group. And if you start to show that you're not somebody that handles your your business promptly, that's going to affect your relationship. So there's going to be repercussions beyond the potential legal penalties of not file, not following the law and filing that claim quickly, but also damaging your relationship with with the people you're depending on to provide your coverage for you. And it's important to make sure that you're, there are no laps in coverage as well, because you know this is a requirement and you need to make sure that your policies are in place. Are there common instances or, or just, you know, maybe just simple, honest mistakes that easily can be avoided, um, whether it's you know, wrong information or a farm transitioning maybe to the next generation? What are some of the, the, the pitfalls to avoid in making sure that your your coverage doesn't lapse. Well, that's that's a great point. I mean, the vast majority of the telephone calls and, and emails that we get here in our office are people whose coverage has lapsed. And generally the coverage lapses when you stop paying the bill. And that could happen for a number of reasons. You know, sometimes it is what you describe an oversight, you know, a business changes ownership or transitions from one type of business to another, and they don't update the FEIN with their carrier. But most of the time I it's really just a case of, of, I didn't pay the bill, you know, and a lot of times, you know, we know, you know, money gets tight and we got to make choices about, you know, maybe this month I can't actually swing it. That's not workers' compensation insurance is not the thing to skip. If you, mm -hmm. if you're short one month, because these, you know, these penalties will follow you and they'll grow very large and, and hang over your head for a very, very long time. 
So that's really, you know, stay on top of it. You know, one one mistake that we see very often is people will depend on a non-insurance professional or even software, you know, something like paychecks to to handle all their business for them, to handle paying for their policy, to tell them when they need to get a policy and how much of a policy to get. You really need to talk to an insurance professional about that. And you really, as an employer, need to stay on top of it. You need to make sure that your software is taking care of your business appropriately. You need to make sure if you're using a broker or an agent that they're taking care of your business appropriately. So you kind of need to just get familiar with the idea that you have to have workers' compensation coverage. You have to have disability and paid family leave in most cases as well. And you, as the employer, are responsible for staying on top of that and making sure whoever is helping you, whether it's a paycheck software or your accountant or whoever, is acting in your best interest and in making sure your, your business is getting handled. Do you get questions about who is covered on the farm? I mean, oftentimes there are extended family who work on a farm. You know, are they covered typically under workers' compensation? Oh, that's a great question. I know there are exceptions for the spouse and the minor children of a farmer when it comes to workers' compensation insurance, but that does not extend to any other family members. So if you bring a cousin or an aunt or, or anyone else that's, that's not your spouse or your, your minor child, uh, you're going to have to have workers' compensation insurance coverage for them. They're going to need it. You know, it's, the rules are a little bit different with the disability and the, and the paid family leave. As far as like with the minor children who are in school, they don't necessarily need to have the disability and paid family leave. And you can get a spousal exemption for disability and paid family leave, uh, but that's only for the spouse. So again, if you're talking about other family members that you bring in that are outside your, your immediate family, your spouse and your minor children, you're, you're going to need coverage. I, and I don't know if you play a role in how costs are determined. I know for our safety group, you know, premiums have been coming down, which is great for our Farm Bureau members who, who are taking part in the program. And But on the flip side, I would assume like, you know, if there's an accident, you know, like your car insurance, you have an accident that could cause your premiums to go up. How are costs and prices you know, dictated, if you will, for, for workers' compensation? So there's an other, another entity. It's the New York State Compensation Insurance Rating Board, CERB, you hear them, that they're, they're kind of operate outside. They're a nonpartisan group kind of operating separately that is setting the, mostly setting the, the rates for coverage. But then on an individual level, things like exactly what you just mentioned, your workplace safety history, your history of claims, how many years you've been in business, things like that all kind of factor in. One thing that I constantly recommend to employers over and over again is shop around. You really should shop around. I mean, you see the commercials on TV for, for your auto insurance, right? 15 minutes will save you 15% or more or whatever. Check it out. You know, don't just assume that, hey, I've got this rate. That's the only game in town. You know, go out there and see. And then you could see when you're looking at one carrier versus another carrier versus another carrier, you can kind of sort of see how are they, how are they putting these prices together and start to understand what's going into it. Yeah, great advice. And certainly they should call New York Farm Bureau. I mean, we've been around over 30 years offering the program, very competitive rates. So, you know, we can help provide some of those answers and certainly provide uh, you know, competitive bids. But are there ways to reduce your premium costs? Like say, uh, can a farm offer safety training, for instance? Can that help reduce premiums? Of course, of course. And actually there's a program that's operated from the Department of Labor 
It's a workplace safety and loss prevention program. It's also known as Code Rule 60, where if you want to participate in this program, if you implement either a safety plan, well, there's three different types of, of plans that you can implement as part of this program. You can have a safety plan, a return to work plan for your injured or ill workers, and then also an alcohol and substance abuse prevention plan that if you implement any of these plans and you get them approved through the program, you can get a discount on your workers' compensation insurance premiums. You know, great advice. And the, you know, by nature, farming can be uh, a hazardous profession, dealing with large equipment, dealing with large animals in, in some cases. So there definitely are inherent risks to working on farms. Is there any other advice or, or safety advice that you would recommend uh, for farmers and farm workers? Well, I think even outside of, of the formal program that I just mentioned at the Department of Labor, uh, on an informal level, or you know, however formal you want to operate your business, you could set up a, a, you know, a safety program right there, you know, a, a labor management safety committee, if you will, you know, with your managers, with your staff, and actually just kind of make it a regular routine thing to talk about safety with your workers, you know, to walk around the, the workplace, looking at the different things and the issues that are come up. And you may have, you know, just talking to your workers, talk to your people, find out about these things, you know, and, and if you set up these kind of practices and you develop these relationships and make it routine, make it part of your business, you, you'll see changes. You'll see, you know, also, you know, even in morale of your workers, if they know that you actually really take an interest and care about their safety and that you're willing to be proactive and look for those hazards and try to mitigate them, it really does make a difference. Absolutely. Being proactive because it, it isn't just about talking to them about safety on, on day one. It really is a, an ongoing, continuous effort to make sure that the workplace um, is a good place for everybody. And I think that that is very important. Uh, you know, I think you kind of hit on too that it can help morale. You know, on the flip side, if it's an unsafe work environment, that can seriously damage morale and and make it difficult to either keep employees or encourage people to to to, to work on the farm. So I think it probably you know is on the flip side as well. And it's also it's that it can be an emotional issue. I mean, if, if your employee gets hurt, you know that can take a toll on on, on the employee, the employee's family, on on you, or your coworkers. You know, is there any kind of you know, I don't know if support's the right word, but but how would you walk through someone who is calling who is very emotional about what may have just happened on their farm? So, you know, on both sides here at the Workers' Conversation, where we have the advocate for business, myself, you know, and I'm going to be available if there's, you know, any type of workplace issue that an employer wants to talk about. You can reach out to me. And if I can't solve the problem or answer the question, I can, you know, work with my colleagues here at the board to get you the answer that you need. But on the flip side of that, we also have an advocate for injured workers here at the Workers' Compensation Board. So if you have a worker or an employee who's struggling with a claim issue, we can help them with that too. And I, and I say that even to the employers to know that, you know, you ha may have an employee who's struggling with a claim issue that has nothing to do with you, you know, as the employer, it's between them and the carrier or them and the provider, but you can get them help by connecting them with the advocate for injured workers here. We also have quite a, a number of services here at the board. Uh, we have social workers, we have people who can help you, you know, with the vocational rehab, of getting people, you know, trained up and and the right kind of therapy that they need to get back to work. 
So there are a lot of people out there thinking about exactly what you're talking about, trying to to address and focus on the the cost of an accident or injury, not just the physical cost, but the emotional cost, the stress, the worry, you know, and the things that we could do to try to kind of help people get back onto their lives. Because let's face it, work is life in a lot of cases. You know, this is this is how we this is how we put food on our tables. You know, we, we have to take care of each other. We have to work together and, and be productive and look out for each other. I think that's a, a great note to end on there, just stressing that importance. Anything else that you think it may be important for folks to know about workplace safety or your role at the Workers' Compensation Board? Just on the topic of safety, just don't take it for granted. Don't take safety for granted. Don't take your insurance coverage for granted. You know, stay on top of these things. They're very important parts of your business. Your your relationship with your insurance carrier, your safety group, if you will, in your case, that should be just as important to you as your relationship with your attorney or your accountant. I mean, this stuff is important. You know, and on as far as myself and my role as the advocate for business, I just want to let people know that I'm here. And I, and I really want to hear from people, you know, not just after they have a problem, but before they have a problem. Tell me what you're looking at down the road, what you see coming and maybe I can help you avoid it. So so don't be shy. Reach out to us. I'll plug my phone number in here, 518-486-3331. That's the Advocate for Business number, 518-486-3331. You can give us a call and we'll be happy to help you with whatever you need. Then you have a website as well with all kinds of information too that people can can check out. Yeah, the Workers' Compensation Board, we really, it's a little bit overwhelming at first because there's a lot of information. But I have to say, our team does a great job of organizing it. There's a ton of valuable information on there for employers, for workers. You, you should check it out. You should browse the website. You can learn a little bit about what kind of coverage requirements are affecting you. And uh, also, you know, links to resources, like I mentioned earlier. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us today. And, and hopefully um, our listeners, you know, are, got a lot out of it to, to make for a better, safer uh, work environment on their farm. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. As we mentioned, New York Farm Bureau Safety Group 486 is the standard bearer for farm workers' comp programs in New York. It was started by farmers who understood the need for safety, security, and competitive pricing. And since 1967, it's been providing just that. In addition, members receive free safety inspections to protect you, your employees, and your business, as well as getting access to training materials, posters, and online employee training. You can get more information by checking out the program tab on our website, nyfb.org, or you can call the state New York Farm Bureau office and speak with one of our professional safety group representatives. That will do it for today's edition of News Bites. Thanks to Seth Moser Katz for editing this production. And until next time... Stay safe and thank a farmer for all that they do.